When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We got a bunch coming your way. Uh, Several guests coming down the stretch run here in the next two hours. Let me go ahead and tell you where we're going there. Uh, Nancy Mace is going to join us at 1.30. She was the congresswoman who asked the question about people being... We have to make sure we have that audio queued up, guys, at at 1.30 for Nancy Mace that made all of you decide that you hate a buck. Uh, because Nancy Mace asked the question, have there been uh, you know, basically non-human remains pulled out of spacecraft? And yesterday, testimony surrounding UFOs, uh, that was the answer. It has gone viral. It is everywhere. Uh, she has also been on the show several times before. I think we'll have a good conversation with her, and it will reinforce yet again for all of you listening right now why you trust me on Aliens far more than you trust Buck. I don't know what else to say other than for all of you who are on Team Sanity slash Team Reality, it's uh, <laughs> there's plenty of space over here, okay? It, we're not talking about little spots on a screen, to be clear. We're now being told that they pulled alien bodies out of a spacecraft and were able to hide this. That was the testimony yesterday. I'm sorry, but the Buckster's not buying. Not happening. At, at 2, Senator J.D. Vance will join us. We'll ask him whether he believes in aliens. And at 2.30, Senator Tommy Tuberville from Alabama, who Buck already misidentified as the former Alabama football coach. Um, thankfully, without Tommy Tuberville being on the air. Uh, Tommy Tuberville, famous quote, Buck. I was very close won- to giving him a roll tide, so I'm glad we established that in advance. I think one of the all-time great quotes, he was the head coach of Ole Miss. That's the University of Mississippi, for those of you out there that are not in the southern regions. Uh, Head coach at Ole Miss. They asked him, would you ever leave Ole Miss to go to Auburn? And Tommy Tuberville said, the only way I would ever leave Oxford is in a pine box, meaning if he was dead to be buried. He then took the Auburn job. 
which is just, I mean, I love SEC football more than anything, right? You guys out there listening know this. That is one of the all-time great uh, SEC football quotes. I'll give you another one, Buck, while you're while you're uh, while you're thinking about this. When they, uh, they we were talking about Kentucky earlier, Kentucky head football coach moved down to uh, moved down to Alabama, and they asked him, uh, you know. They they asked him the, the the question was she was speaking with her with her minister, and they said you know, football is really important down there, uh, and uh, and 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 they said it's almost like a religion, and the head football coach's wife Bill Curry's wife said oh no it's much more important than that, so religion important Alabama football much more important than religion uh, when you experience that so. We're going to talk about all that and more. That's still to come. But, Buck, right off the top here, there are some revelations that are coming down from our friend Jim Jordan's Twitter account, which are, I would say, smoking gun evidence of what many of us anticipated was the case for some time. And and that is evidence that the Biden White House, in emails, was demanding explicitly that postings on Facebook from people that they considered to be their political enemies be removed or there would be big consequences for Facebook from the Biden White House. Now, Buck, what I would say in general about this is, one, this is often the case that email makes cases that would otherwise never be able to be made, made. And so you'll now see sometimes... People want to have phone calls because they don't want to put in writing what they might say on a phone call. But it speaks, I think, to the overall power that the Biden White House felt that their COVID czars and their misinformation czars, Buck, were completely comfortable writing in emails what they expected to happen and what the consequences would be if it didn't happen in terms of restricting the dissemination of information that they found to be contrary to the narrative that they wanted to share. Interesting that there's a, a left-wing um, a left-wing reporter who shared out yesterday, Ryan Grimm, uh, he called out the New York Times. He's a, he's a man of the yeah. left. I mean, he's a socialist, yeah. basically, right? And, and I don't even, I think I'm just describing, I'm not, I'm not editorializing. I think he would self-describe as a democratic socialist. I believe, if I'm wrong, apologies. He's a left-wing guy. Um, and, uh, he even said, he said the old New York times when seeing that the COVID czars of the CDC, and the NIH were intentionally misleading the public about the lab leak theory and working to, uh, suppress the truth with the public and that the New York times had been a part of that. They would have said, all right, we've got to assign reporters to this. We've got to get to the bottom of this. We have to do something about this to regain some sense of basic integrity. Yes. But the current New York Times knows they were Fauci acolytes. They were there to do the bidding. They were the propaganda organ. It doesn't matter that they were lied to and therefore also part of the lie to their own readers because their own readers don't want to know the truth. And this is a dramatic change. I grew up in a household where the near, I mean, it changed a number of years ago. I grew up in a household where the New York Times was delivered every day, the paper version of it. And that's what yep. my dad and mom read every single day. And, you know, it was always liberal. It was always Democrat. But in the last 10 or 15 years, it's just become a, a, a rag of insanity. 
I'll give you an example of that, Buck. And, and this is where we talked, and I wrote some about this with the Washington Post. The subscription model has actually turned the New York Times and the Washington Post into Democrat fan sites. They don't actually do investigation. They make people who are on the left feel happy that they're on the Democrat team, and that is their base, that is their subscription base, and that's why they can't ever make them unhappy. But do you remember when do you remember Jason Blair? Uh, oh, yeah. For people out there who have forgotten this, Jason Blair was a New York Times reporter who had written several different front page stories, and it came out that he had basically never even left New York City, and he was claiming that he was in all these different places. And He's a fabricator. Line, yeah, yeah, total fabricator. They did, and this this builds on what you're talking about. And I read that thread that you're that you're referencing. They did a complete analysis. They brought in a whole new reporting team, and they reported on Jason Blair's lies, and they disclosed it to their entire audience as a testament to their commitment to journalism. We had this guy who was a fabricator on staff, kind of like for people out there who remember. Remember Stephen Glass? Remember the Stephen Glass I saw, story? I saw the movie. There was a oh, movie, yeah, was, Shattered Glass. It's a fat, fabulous movie. It's same thing. Like You have an, uh, a talented reporter who basically decides that he's going to make up all these different fantastic details. Stephen Glass was even wilder because... He had all these incredible uh, revelatory stories. They were really funny. They were interesting. I mean, he basically was a fabulous student, a fiction writer instead of a journalist because he was a talented guy. Um, and New York Times put an entire investigative team on Jason Blair, and they did an entire analysis of everything they got wrong. If they were an honest news-gathering organization, in the wake of all of these emails coming out showing that they were lied to, that their COVID experts were manipulated and uh, and and lied to to try to prevent the lab leak theory from ever coming out. And let me just say as an aside, Buck, this is really funny, I think, when you really analyze it. Not only did they lie to us about where COVID came from, they said it was racist if we said that COVID might have leaked from a Chinese lab. That was one of the New York Times talking points. That was one of the Fauciites talking points. And Buck, what did they say that it came from instead. They said it came from a Chinese wet market where they have all these crazy animals that people will eat and it's unsanitary unsanitary, and it's messy and that's how the virus spread. And, and it was zoonotic. Zoonotic transmission was what they were telling everybody. And so then the whole world was Googling pangolin because that's honestly, right. who the heck knew what a pangolin was before this? Isn't that actually more racist? Like, if you really think about it, this place is so dirty and people eat so many different crazy animals, and it's so disgusting there that viruses spread through these wet markets like mad. That, to me, seems more racist than, oh, we had this lab and it accidentally escaped because we didn't have the proper protocols well, in place. Well, I, I'm not sure. I mean, the, 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 race, the race component of it was just that we couldn't say it was from China, period. So I don't think well, that but it was... They, well, but they were not arguing that it came from elsewhere. They were arguing that it came from the Chinese wet market in Wuhan as opposed to the laboratory. Right, but we couldn't say Wuhan coronavirus, if you remember. You it couldn't didn't say matter. the China virus. The China, virus, the China virus, virus was super racist. Right, so I, it's, it's... And I think we discussed on the show where the whole wet market thing comes from, which is a, a great reminder of how destructive communism uh, actually is because people started eating random animals and then raising random wild animals in China because the 
Maoist Great Leap Forward resulted in a massive famine that killed tens of millions of people. This was back in the late 50s, early 60s. And so people were eating frogs and pangolins and whatever they could get. But then it became not only a sort of tradition among Chinese uh, rural areas, but also a business the Chinese Communist Party was making money off of because they would sell these exotic animals in these markets for people to eat. Um, But back to the New York Times component of this, I've said this all along, there is no shame for any of the outlets that got everything wrong and that were part of official government propaganda that were that was lies uh, about covid or that were lies about covid because their job wasn't to tell the public the truth in their own eyes their job was to to root for their team they view the new york times effectively views themselves as the pr and like they're almost like the lawyers of the democrat party they're just there to make the case it doesn't matter what's true and that's why the the analogy there of are they going to hold themselves accountable in any way? And the answer certainly for all of Russia collusion was no. Not only did they make tons of money by signing up people with the idea that Russia was taking over Donald Trump and that he was the Manchurian candidate, they gave themselves Pulitzer Prizes. They take back the Heisman Trophy buck when they find out that you got paid in college football. They won't let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame because he bet on baseball. Wouldn't you think at a minimum the Pulitzer would take back the Pulitzer Awards that it gave out when it was determined that all of the Pulitzers were based on lies? I would argue that the Pulitzer Prize is awarded for an achievement in propaganda in assistance to the Democrat left in America now. I, I don't think that I think that it's changed effectively. I don't think that it really is supposed to represent journalism anymore. Um, and, and so that's why it doesn't, that's why it doesn't change, right? Otherwise they would have to, otherwise they'd have to go back, but they also don't want to admit that they did anything that, uh, was assisting their side at the expense of the truth, because then a lot of us would look at them and say, and it's not the only time you guys do that, by the way, you know, once they start to admit it, it, it opens up the, uh, opens up the floodgates, I think of what everyone has seen in recent years. I mean, it's a shame, but. It really is now. I mean, media is turning into it's like warring editorial pages all the time. People don't even there's no and it actually goes beyond that because people would say, well, what are you doing? Like you and Clay do it. Yeah, we tell people where we stand, what our opinions are and present them as such. But we still have to try to present everything in a factual. Everything we say is true. As a matter of fact, we want to say as true. I do believe that the Democrat aligned media no longer cares. And that's the Hunter Biden laptops are perfect example of that, meaning that the factual basis can be uh, relegated to such a low status that as long as it helps the Democrats, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, l- lies are entirely acceptable now as part of their editorializing. I don't think you could point to anything that we've done in two-plus years that has been factually dishonest. You can disagree with our opinions, but I don't think that factually in two plus years, and if we get something wrong, if we attribute a tweet that didn't actually, we come back well, and say Kentucky. Actually, we just we just did this in real time. Just, we thought correct. on Kentucky, and we had people that knew a little more about that state, and they called in, and we corrected in real time. Yeah, yes. So you can disagree with opinions, but in terms of factual basis, there is I don't think anything in two plus years that you could point to and say, oh, they got that fact wrong. And I, to your point, there is no common set of facts that the Democrats now will accept at the Washington Post and the New York Times. And the craziest thing, and maybe the most unfair thing of all this, is they constantly accuse us of misinformation when Russia collusion is the biggest misinformation. COVID yeah. is 
and and I would argue the the laptop and the fifty one intelligence agents is the most se- successful element of misinformation in modern American political history. The only misinformation on this show is Clay's belief that little green men were pulled out of a UFO by the government. I'm just throwing it out there, everybody. We'll get to that. Well, we got Nancy Mace with us. She said we got the expert joining us here shortly, so we'll get to it. But you know, I, I keep getting these text messages, everybody. I, I think you've probably gotten them too. A lot of you have. Uh, you look at them, you say, wait, is this from my bank? And it's actually not easy to tell. Uh, maybe you get one that says, oh, your UPS package can't be delivered. Have you seen this one recently? A lot of people have gotten this one. Well, we all get UPS packages, right? So you want it to be delivered. It's a scam. It's a phishing scam. Be very careful with this stuff. It's very sophisticated. They're trying to steal your identity. Once you click on the wrong link, all of a sudden it goes right to your phone. They can start taking all kinds of information off your phone. They can do identity theft. They can take out loans in your name, all kinds of stuff. And you won't find out about it until it's too late unless you have LifeLock. This is why I've had LifeLock for years. If you're a LifeLock member and they detect something suspicious or unauthorized when it comes to your identity, your personal details online, they notify you quickly, immediately. I get emails from them, text messages from them. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it with you. So you got to understand, they're looking out for you. So if something happens early stage, you might be able to catch it. Otherwise, you're never going to know. And also, if something slips through and someone starts doing something bad with your identity, you've got someone to help clean up the mess quickly and get you right back to where you need to be. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. This is just something you want to have backing you up. Join now. Save 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use promo code BUCK for 25% off. Truth after truth, you can handle the truth. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks 
with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. All right, welcome back. we got Nancy Mace joining us shortly. Do, do we have the audio from yesterday about the uh, the so-called... Or- Basically, the little green men. Do we have that, guys? Let's let's just remind everybody about what was said under oath on Capitol Hill yesterday at a at a cong- uh, congressional hearing. Play it. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Clay, I'm just going to tell you right now, our VIP Douglas, who's a gentleman and a scholar, wrote in, I've been wanting to sign up and finally did because I can't believe this is my first note. I have to defend Buck, mainly because I can't believe I have to. There are so many reasons, scientific and logical, we have never been visited by aliens. But just using Clay's own point, what is the point of covering it up? And even if for unknown reasons the government did cover it up, every time these aliens visited, they never landed in other countries or other places, only where the government bureaucrats could control it. Are you kidding me? Boom! Douglas with a nuclear bomb of truth. I appreciate that Douglas is now VIP. I think he's 100% wrong. I think that Douglas... (laughs) Douglas might be a plant. He's sudden, oh, Buck, it's awfully convenient. He suddenly decides that he has to sign up and send in an email ripping the uh, the idea that aliens might exist. Look, I feels can't like believe you're undermining Cousin Doug like this. That's all I can say. I, I'm just saying Doug feels like he might be a plant from big government trying to convince us that aliens don't exist. We'll see what happens. We'll get Nancy Mason here. She will join us next. In the meantime, Innovation Refunds has helped thousands of small businesses obtain an ERC tax refund from the IRS. ERC, the Employee Retention Credit, if you own a business with five or more employees, you've been in business for four years, you may qualify for a refund. ERC, tax filing, complex. Innovation Refunds, dedicated to helping business owners navigate the process. Innovation Refunds, in fact, has earned the highly coveted SOC 2 certification. What does that matter? What does it mean? Your employee information is serious stuff. The SOC 2 certification compliance standard developed by the American Institute of CPAs. It specifies 
how trusted organizations should manage customer data in the areas of security, processing integrity, confidentiality, and privacy. Innovation refunds, hundreds of five-star Trustpilot and Google reviews. They're accredited with the Better Business Bureau as well. Go to innovationrefunds.com to see if you qualify. No upfront charges. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Call them as well. 1-843-REFUNDS. InnovationRefunds.com. InnovationRefunds.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I believe we have Congresswoman Nancy Mace with us right now to talk about why Buck's so wrong about aliens. But first, uh, Donald Trump just posted on Truth Social. We've been talking about this latest potential indictment coming in Washington, D.C. I want to give it to all of you, and I also want to get Congressman Mace's uh, thoughts on this. My attorneys had a productive meeting with the DOJ this morning explaining in detail that I did nothing wrong, was advised by many lawyers, and that an indictment of me would only further destroy our country. No indication of notice was given during the meeting. Do not trust the fake news on anything! Exclamation point. Uh, Congresswoman uh, Nancy Mace with us now. That just came down from Donald Trump. I know you haven't always agreed with Donald Trump on everything, but I bet you will mm-hmm. agree that another indictment, this one coming in Washington, D.C., would not be good for the nation. How would you assess the latest potential indictment? Well, it's not good for the nation. It's not good for democracy when the president's administration is arresting his number one political opponent. That's not good for anybody in the short term or the long term. And it's not healthy for our country. It's very divisive. And um, we've got to move forward and unify our country at some point after the nomination process. And this is not the way to do it. Congresswoman Mace, um, what do you think about what happened yesterday with uh, Hunter Biden trying to get not just a sweetheart plea deal for charges that have been brought formally in an indictment, but to get immunity from the possibility of a future federal felony indictment. And the judge decided that that was just too much to stomach. What do you think of that and and what happens next? Thank God for the judge in this case who saw it for what it was, his plea deal. And this guy wanted to be to get off on any crime for anything, for any reason, at any point in his life, for in perpetuity, forever in the future. And that's not how this works. I mean, this sweetheart deal that he got is highly unusual for anyone to get if you're doing a plea deal in the middle of an investigation. And so, um, you know, thank God that she did the right thing. And I also want to know, too, is what is he being investigated for? Is it be is it for operating illegally as a foreign agent? Is it for bribery? Is it for money laundering? Racketeering? Like, what's all this for? And so um, we have a lot more questions today than we had yesterday. But I'm just so thankful that the judge was very fair and unbiased in this case so far. All right. You went viral yesterday for a question that you asked in the UFO hearing. Our mm-hmm. audience hates Buck because of his reaction to this question. So, uh, can we, I know we just played it, but I think, well, I think probably everybody remembers it. So, were you, uh, this is like, uh, the, okay, well, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, Clay. <laughs> Congressman Mace, it's very straightforward. What is your feeling? What did you think when this guy told you he removed aliens from the downed spacecraft under oath in front of Congress? Well, I will tell you, I, I don't know if you could tell on the tape yesterday, but that was my last question in the hearing was asked, well, if you have the craft, do we have the bodies of the pilots? Nobody had asked that question in hours of testimony. And then I was sort of jaw dropped on the floor, shocked that he answered in the affirmative. And I was like, how do you come, how do you come back 
from that. And then asking, is it human or non-human? I don't really know, and I haven't taken a position or an opinion on it. But I would also, you know, if I had five more minutes, I'd want to ask about, is this AI? Is this like, is non-human? Does that mean artificial intelligence? And if we develop that, how advanced is our technology, et cetera? But I was sort of, uh, you know, stopped in my tracks when it happened. I was kind of laughing at myself a little bit, too, that I was like, oh, my gosh, how do you? I don't know how you come back from that. <laughs> no, I think it's so. probably one of the most famous questions that's been asked in a congressional hearing in, 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 a, in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. It obviously went super viral. So here's the question. Do you believe that aliens, this was a big topic on the show yesterday, do you believe that aliens have ever visited Earth? I am going to have to see the evidence. When I say evidence, see? Like, I'm going to actually She's team buck. Have to, like, touch a thing and see it and, and see if it's actually real because uh, it's so far out of this world but i'm not saying it is out of the realm of possibility but i'd have to see the evidence to prove that it actually I, I, i'm just going to be honest I with say, you congresswoman mace is making a lot of on. sense here and i really appreciate her taking this topic <laughs> with the kind of erudition and uh and you know intellectual touch that it needs clay i thought when you came on that the audience was going to love you i'm disappointed congresswoman the audience is now <laughs> i mean you're on buck's side with everybody hating you can i be clay even I ran a poll it was 50 50 it's it's half one. and half I'm congresswoman on, i am on everybody's side on this one but i have to tell you like it's not about little green men if you think about it this is about technology this is about energy if we if there really are craft aircraft spacecraft that are defying the laws of physics what kind of energy are they harnessing and using? And it's also about national security, but it's also it's about funneling money. Like if we're devoting funds to this, billions or billions of dollars to some kind of retrieval program, well, how is that happening? And who has the bodies? Like, is it the government or is it contractors, et cetera? Like, I have so many more questions. I can't wait to get in a skiff with David Grush because five minutes for one member of Congress to ask these questions just isn't enough. Can I can I ask you, Congresswoman? Also, uh, mm-hmm. are, are there documents? Because this is, you know, this is where I start to make some concessions to you know the X Files crowd out there. Are there documents mm-hmm. relating to anything, whether you know technology, UFO stuff, UFO sightings that are really old at this point and still classified that you think the public should be able to see, and that you're a little bit uh, uh, perplexed as to why they're still kept under in, in a classified status. I have not seen any yet, but once I get that list from David Grush, because he said he would give us a list of friendly and hostile witnesses at the end of my questioning, um, because then I want to get into a skip and see, well, what classified information do we have? How are these individuals, entities, organizations, government agencies or contractors involved in any of this so that we can get to that next step? Because I do believe that we need to have uh, more inquiries into this, more discussion, more investigation, whether that, and hopefully that would be in a public setting, but I would even take information in a private setting to better understand what is actually and truly really going on. All right, couple of things here. One, my wife has just weighed in, so I'm going to read her text message, Buck. <laughs> How okay. are we so sure aliens haven't landed in other countries? Maybe those other countries just have never revealed that information, or maybe it's like the scrolls, and they're already living among us, so at least she's on my side here. All right, I just I'm, I'm give Laura Travis credit, and this also brings uh, Congresswoman. You went viral yesterday. I bet this combo has never happened. You went viral yesterday for asking whether aliens had ever been pulled out of crashed spacecraft. 
you now have gone viral for saying that you went to a prayer breakfast this morning instead of having sex with your partner. <laughs> Which was the more unexpected one to go viral in back-to-back days oh. for? Yeah, I can't. I can't write this. <laughs> like, I can't. It's uh, it's wild to me. I couldn't curse at the prayer back breakfast, so I had a very, very personal story. Everyone knew it was a joke, and it was hilarious. And we were all in stitches. Some people were in tears. They were laughing so hard. But it's real. I mean, there there is technically sex in the Bible, but it is real and it's funny. And I think what's lacking in politics today is people. They're so over rehearsed. They're so practiced in what people expect them to say and what people want to hear, but they aren't really honest about their lives. And I don't live a perfect life. (laughs) I go to church because I'm a sinner, not because I'm a saint. And I'm very open with people about the experiences that I have. And uh, we all had a very good laugh. Even Tim Scott, he took it in, in stride. My pastor was there, and I'll see him in church on Sunday begging for forgiveness. But we had a great time and loved the prayer breakfast. Are you sometimes surprised by what goes viral? I am. And for me, it's not like I'm not like I'm not taking boards into a hearing showing nudes of the president's son. Like I'm not purposely doing anything that is intentional. Like I'm just being me. I'm just being myself because I think people appreciate the honesty, the vulnerability, the authenticity. And it does surprise me when we do things that are just very human, very normal. But it just is so abnormal in today's world that it goes then goes viral. It's kind of it, it is funny to me. Congresswoman Mace, appreciate you weighing in and letting everybody know that you are still skeptical of little green men being pulled out of a spaceship like I am. Great to have you on the program. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. All right. She's great. I I, I really, I mean, we've had her on the show a couple of times, Buck, and it's amazing how many people can have normal conversations in politics and how many people just sound like robots. I don't know if yeah. it's they're so terrified, the programming. I, I do think she's right about there being a desperate craving for authenticity. And so many of our politicians, frankly, cannot deliver on just being authentic, which reminds me, like, remember Mitt Romney, like, eating the hot dog with the hot dog tie and the hot dog baseball cap? It's so ridiculously over the top how inauthentic that could be when you're just talking about friggin' hot dogs. Yeah. It's very true. I don't get it. Anyway, she's great. Uh, in the meantime, you know a company's looking out for you when they actually upgrade your service without charging you for it. Uh, Pure Talk's done just that. They've upgraded the amount of data on their monthly plans 100% of their existing customers making the same new higher level available to new customers. If you've been thinking about switching from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, moving your cell phone service to the company, I use Pure Talk. Now's the time. Their plan, just 20 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, now 50% more 5G data, plus mobile hotspots, just $20 a month. Pure Talk, veteran-owned company, one that insists on having an all-U.S.-based customer service team. Most families saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Dial pound. 250 say Clay and Buck to make the switch to Pure Talk. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250 say Clay and Buck. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Get to know the guys outside the issues. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons, 
One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve grand canyon university a private christian university in beautiful phoenix arizona believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness gcu believes in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose gcu equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back, team. Clay and Buck here going strong. We've got Senator J.D. Vance going to be with us. In just a few minutes, we've got a lot to talk to him about, obviously. Um, I, I think, uh, we've got a ton of emails flooding in. We have, we have the Hunter Biden, uh, fiasco yesterday. We have the, it seems imminent, uh, J6 charges against Donald Trump, although Trump's last truth social post seemed to say, hold on, you know, nothing has been determined yet. I, we're just telling you what he's saying. So we don't know yet. But with all that, um, almost all the emails coming in right now from our VIPs and all of the phone calls we're getting have to do with extraterrestrial life. So I, I will, because I'm a fair-minded person, Clay, because I, 
I go based on the evidence. I go based on what we can see and touch and feel. Um, I will accept that Mike has written in another VIP. Sorry, Buck, but your last emailer was wrong. UFOs are not just in the U.S. You can literally type in UFO plus any other country. You'll find, find countless videos or cases of UFOs. Can't be that hard to think the government's keeping these secrets, especially with a secret pe- technology with space travel that could replace gas, oil, and coal. Well, that's that's an Can email. you think of anything more revolutionary? We're talking about how the 2024 campaign is going to be crazy. Because even if you have Trump and Biden replicating the 2020 election, a rematch, we talked about health yeah. uh, during the course of this show that those kind of things could could happen. What if definitive evidence of aliens, definitive, where everybody out there had to be like, well, there's always going to be a skeptic no matter what. There are, there are people out there listening to us right now, Buck, that believe we've never actually been to uh, the moon. I guarantee you there are people out there who are skeptics. They think the moon landing was 100% fake, that it didn't happen. So there's always going to be skeptics no matter what the truth is. But can you think of anything that would change things that would be wilder to happen as a part of the prelude to the 2024 election than aliens are real and they visited Earth? I would be high on this. It'd be high on the scale. I don't know how much life would really change for anybody as a result of this. There'd be a lot more radio segments on it and TV shows and stuff, but I don't think it would really, you know, it depends on what, what they did. I mean, if they show up with ray guns and they, you know, start blowing up our government buildings, we got a problem. But if it's not really doing anything, you know, no big deal. I, this is crazy talk. You think if definitive evidence of aliens coming to Earth arrived, that most people would be like, "Ah, eh, no big deal." Like, let's just like let's argue well, I about. Know, uh, I said like, we talk about it a lot, be. but if it's just that they had visited, that's what I'm saying. If spaceships arrive in the sky and they're threatening to like enslave the human race, yes, Clay, that is crazy and that's a big change. But if we could definitively prove that some alien craft had landed here at some point in time, there'd be a focus on this. But what? what you're going to wake up tomorrow, you're not going to be reading the Wall Street Journal and drinking your coffee? I don't know. I don't think it no, would be I, that insane. I think my life's probably not going to change. I'm probably going to be sitting on the air, on the radio when you know the aliens zap us all and we, we cease to exist anymore. But I do think that would be a major point of discussion because the first thing people would want to know is, well, what are the intentions of the aliens? Like, we can't visit their planet, so why are they coming here? Again, are they here or do we know they have visited, Clay? This is the distinction we have to come up with. If we know that they have visited at some point, okay, there's some philosophical questions and some scientific inquiry to go into and lots of discussion. If they're here, that we've seen the movies, like we know that's a bigger deal. Like if they're, you know, there's, there's a ship in the sky. By the way, this is not going to happen. So I don't even know what, what are we even talking about here, folks? This is crazy talk. I think it might happen. I think it might happen. I'm not. I just want this. You know, know you've chosen I, like, your champion, pro of, UFO people. This is Clay. Oh, I think it's going to happen. Oh. I don't know that, but I mean, I think that the evidence is becoming more significant that we have been visited before. And when you have a congressional hearing and somebody testifies under oath that they have been told that we removed alien bodies from a crashed spacecraft. That's a level yeah. of conversation that's never occurred before. Did he see it? If this he guy said he was told, no, yeah, he was told. 
Yes. Now, you can say that you were told anything under oath, and there's no way to disprove that, to be clear. I could say that I was told that Abraham Lincoln was actually a space alien under oath, and no one's going to be able to prove that I wasn't told Correct. that at some point but by But the someone. fact that we're having that conversation, we can we get that guy on this show? Did we figure out what that guy's name is? We played the audio. Nancy Mace just came on with us and said she wanted more than five minutes just, with him. Can we get 15 with him on this show? I don't know. We're going to have him on, and then Clay's going to have the Bigfoot hunters on, you know? They can tell us about Sasquatch, also known as the Abominable Snowman, you know? I will I will tell you. Have you ever watched that, You uh, the, the, the Bigfoot show, Finding Bigfoot? <laughs> no, Clay. I, I have not no, watched I mean, I'm, show. You're laughing. I bet a huge percentage of our audience has watched the Finding Bigfoot show at some point in time. I was watching with my kids. <laughs> this is actually true. Watching with one of my kids recently. And he was like, Dad, do you think they're going to find Bigfoot in this episode? And I said, hey, bud, who knows, first of all, right? But I think they wouldn't hold the news until like 8 o'clock on cable on a random Sunday that they found Bigfoot. And everybody who's watching the Finding Bigfoot episode, like they managed to keep it a secret. I think if they did find Bigfoot, it would be a big story. So Uh, I don't think it's going to break on the news. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that... You don't want to have your kids asking Clay about Santa Claus anytime soon either, Mr. Uh, no Bigfoot over here. Well, I'm not saying the Bigfoot doesn't exist. I'm just saying they would, it's unlikely that you would become a, a, a aware, 100% certainty that Bigfoot exists on the Finding Bigfoot show. I think it would break on the news elsewhere first. But I do like that show. The, fi- the I think best it's called Finding Bigfoot. supposed monster that is out there. I mean, there's Chupacabra, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. What's number one for you? That I believe exists. No, that you think I, is the coolest. Um, I think. Uh, I think the. I'll have to tell you next. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.